This is Take a Cue, Episode 5, Freestyle Friday. Hello and welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Eric Dunno, 8th grade band and jazz band director. And I'm Jen Weiss, 4th and 5th grade instrumental music teacher. We're two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching music in New Jersey public schools between the two of us, and we're excited to bring teaching experiences and insights to you. That's right. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you with new ideas and perspectives about music, education, and teaching. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are every time you tune in. Before we begin, if you enjoy our podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then, make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps people find our show who haven't yet, and we really appreciate it. We sure do. Also, if you have any questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media. We're Take a Cue Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, Eric, we had our first week of school. Oh, my gosh. It, it was three, three days that felt like a full week, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm really happy that we're going to get to sit down today and do this quick, informal, just check in and chat because it, I think it'll feel really good to download about our first week. Absolutely. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this too. I, I think originally we had thought that we were going to do one episode a month and kind of mm-hmm. take on a, a pretty you know sizable topic. Um, but as we started doing some of those recordings, we actually really enjoyed recording and talking to mm-hmm. each other. And so we're going to try this out. We're going to kind of take a, a less broad topic at the beginning of each month. And then about halfway through the month, we'll kind of just check in with each other and see how things are going. Although we teach in the same district, we really don't see each other very, no, very much. No, don't. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear how your first week went. Okay. Whew. All right. I got to remember. It's now Tuesday. We started mm-hmm. Thursday. We had meetings that back Tuesday. So it really has been a week. It has been a whole it has week, been a week since I saw you last. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, our first day was just building meetings. But before we did that, we had the whole staff together at the high school football field um, oh at Livingston High School. That was something I really was not expecting. I wasn't either. And I, it's funny you're reminding me of that. I had blocked a little bit of that out the sun that was shining in our eyes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was a, it was a wild morning. So picture like all, how many staff do we have here in Livingston? 500 I, I was going to so, guess or? somewhere 400, 500 yeah. staff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all in the bleachers, 8.30 a.m., beautiful, sunny August day. And I mean, like ridiculously bright and sunny. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like very sunny. Um, <laughs> and out trots our superintendent dressed like the high school mascot, the Lancer. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. He um, brought so much energy to that morning. <laughs> that's, that's certain, that he certainly did. Yeah. Um, complete, complete with giant Lance. He had a giant silver Lance. That's right. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, it was wild. So I've never really seen anything quite like it, especially to start off a school year. No, no. But he shined through with a lot of optimism and just a lot of confidence in us that, that we're going to make this a great year. And I, I appreciated that. 
Agreed. Um, it was totally yeah. worth the price of admission. I think um, I think our colleague Mike at the high school said that. That sounds about right. But yeah, so that was an interesting start to the day. Yeah. So the the rest of the day for for us, at least at Heritage, was um, it, it was kind of building level like mini meetings. Like we we met in little groups about what to expect as far as discipline this year, because I think they really want to start off this year with everybody on the same page as far as school wide rules and expectations, which I mm. really appreciated. Middle school. It's interesting. You kind of got to walk this line between you really kind of have to keep on the discipline thing or, Mm -hmm. you know, things can kind of go crazy throughout the year um, because they're middle schoolers. But at the same time, you don't want it to feel like a prison Mm -hmm. because, you know, you want to keep that atmosphere in the school of positivity and Mm -hmm. you want kids to enjoy being there. So it is tough to walk that line. But I think you have to start the year with a, a unified staff. So that was appreciated. Yeah. And then our second day, we just kind of met in uh, our music groups. (laughs) We met in our music, we met in our music groups. And that was, that was useful. We got to meet like by band and, you know, and by grade level. And so, so what about you? How were things before kids came in? Yeah, that, that first day after the full staff in the stadium, I went back to one of the elementary schools. We had a meeting with our principal. It lasted about an hour, hour and a half. You know, same idea, just kind of talking about our goals for the year. And uh, it was good to see everybody. We did a quick like little team building thing. Um, and then we kind of had to just dive in. So I, and I did what I said I wanted to do. I sat in on a fourth and fifth grade classroom teacher meeting and How was heard that? about some, How it was good. Come? Yeah. I, you know, cause I, I have the unique responsibility of knowing half of my kids, right. Cause I teach fourth and fifth grade and, and the fifth graders I had last year. So I'm sitting there with their new fifth grade teachers and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's a great description of that kid. Or, Oh, you might want to know this about this student. So, so that was, it was good. I felt like I had something to add, but I, you know, I also, it was, it was a good refresher for some of the you know, some of the personalities coming in this year. I hadn't thought about yeah. it from the perspective of you really offer something to the team, mm-hmm. having known so many of those kids already. And I, I think that's super valuable. I, I hadn't mm-hmm. thought of it from that perspective at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really just, I really sit there and listen most of the time in these, in these meetings. It's just, just being there. There's something to be said for that. And yeah, when I have something to add, I, I add it. And when they want to know more about what I do, it, you know, sometimes it's the right time, sometimes not. This year, we had a lot of big personalities in last year's fourth grade, and now there are fifth graders. They're the oldest kids in the school. So we had a lot to talk about in that department <laughs> uh, on the first day. So now, which school were you at? I know you teach at three elementary schools. How do you juggle that on that like first in service day? Uh, that first day, I kind of just say, okay, I'm going to park myself here and dig in. Um, Where were you? Which school? I was at I was at Riker Hill um, on the first day, and uh, I think it was a good a good choice. When I got to my classroom, I guess a lot of equipment for the whole district was delivered and assembled in our music room there. Um, oh. I guess it, it was good that I went because it's a lot of stuff, like wanger chairs and stands and chair racks, and I couldn't get to my desk. It was a lot of a lot of equipment. So I was really fortunate to have it, but it was like, okay, glad I wore sneakers today. Like, there's a lot to move, you know? Well, that's great, um, though, that you had yeah. all that new equipment um, for, for you. I thought you were speaking about equipment for other teachers no, and things. Yeah, so no, it's, I mean, it's for it's for us. It's for some, some of us in the music department. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go, and I'm assuming I'm just 
going to keep getting in trouble for leaving it in the hallway until we figure it out. But, nice. <laughs> uh, but that was, that was the, the first day. So it's, it was a, a blessing and a curse, you know? Yeah. Um, well, no, no, that's but, great though. Wow. wow yeah. How cool. We, we yeah. came into a couple boxes ourselves Mm-hmm. at Heritage and we were actually kind of surprised. I think what happened was they in our district I don't know if it's this way everywhere. I don't think it is. But in our district each like building principal has their own budget. It's not like a music budget for the district uh, primarily. So when teachers need something big like a a lot of stands or a tuba or something, you know, large that goes beyond our regular you know, supply budget, we usually have to ask for it at the end of the school year. And if it comes in, it comes in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You kind of never know until you get there in September and you're surprised. But um, this year, we got a nice gong, a huge uh-huh. Gibraltar stand for that gong. That thing, cool. will, you could uh, you could hang from it like as a, as a grown person and it yeah, would not break, cool. uh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. But we also came well, in too, some water damage. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that or too soon? I'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of our instruments in, in Heritage are, we're, we're slowly upgrading or updating the instruments. We have some instruments there that I think are original to the school. And I'm not joking. Like I think they are from the 1960s and some of them still work and some of them have been repaired so many times that they don't really hold a repair. But we have a very small instrument storage room without a window. It's mm-hmm. just a closet. And over the summer, it rained, I think, twice in New Jersey over the right. summer. And um, one of those times, the ceiling leaked. And, mm, and we yeah. came into about uh, 13 or 14 instruments um, sitting in puddles of water mm-hmm. and had ha- and having water on top of them as well. No. So we went through each instrument case, and we found about six or seven that were either still wet mm-hmm. or Yikes. had grown fuzzy mold on mm-hmm. the instruments in the cases um, the cases had, some of the cases had rusted, uh, from oh, that wow. water damage. So we sent them out. We just got the, um, we just got the repair and replacement bill. So yeah, we're kind of going through that now. And I didn't Can realize you barter for an extra drum set. <laughs> nice. Well, I didn't realize that when you have insurance on a building, it's very different from insurance on your home. Well, I may have a, you know, 500 or thousand dollar deductible on our insurance when you're insuring a, I don't know what, a $20 million building. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a building costs, but let's say it's 20 million. The, the, um, the deductible is a lot higher. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so we're, we're still trying to figure out what the heck to do with, um, mm-hmm. seven, six or seven, you know, wrecked instruments. So Darn. that's fun. Yeah, really. Luckily, oh, none of the yikes. new ones, the ones that got wet were kind of those old ones. We didn't plan okay. it that way. It, yeah, it must have okay. just known when it started coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. We totally yeah. believe that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, so that was fun. But that was even before the kids came in. So, now, mm-hmm. have you seen any kids yet? I haven't taught a class. But what I did on Thursday and Friday was I actually did see every single one of my students. I went into their homerooms. I said, hey, this is when we're starting. I'm so excited. And with my second year students, I just went through the list of everybody and said, Hey, you, you're rocking the trombone again this year. Right. And Oh yeah. And like did a little, put a, turned on a little bit of the salesman to kind of keep kids from, you know, quitting in mass or changing their mind or switching instruments. I do have four or five kids, uh, switching instruments. I, I had a, a, let's see, a saxophone group and a clarinet group at one of my elementary schools last year that just 
we never really found our footing and I can't, I can't exactly put my finger on it, but I'm going to have like three clarinets switching to saxophone and two saxophones switching to clarinets and oh. <laughs> a, a trombone huh. joining the party. Now she's going to play clarinet this year. Um, so it's just, uh, I have a group of second year kids that are all choosing to switch instruments. So how yeah. do you deal with that then? Because you, I'm sure anybody listening knows that once mm-hmm. now, now they're second year students and they're mm-hmm. in a band with kids who've been playing for a year, but now yeah. they're beginners. So what yeah, do you do? So- so I'm I'm lucky enough that I I create my own schedule and I give everybody like a little bit of a grace period before <laughs> I throw them into the ensemble. Usually the first ensemble piece I pick um, uses only the first uh, five notes. Even for the second year kids, I'm not I'm not throwing anything too crazy at them. I know there's different philosophies on that. Like some people are like I'm going to give them the hardest piece first so they can chew on it. I'm on the other side of the fence. I give them something they can play and be successful with instantly so that we can work on ensemble skills. So even if like, say we're going to have three lessons before our first ensemble rehearsals for my second year students, I'm pretty confident in in these kids that are switching that after the first three lessons, they'll know five notes, Mm. they'll be able to read them and they'll be able to play maybe the first 16 measures of this, you know, piece I'm going to give out. But if we're not taking advantage of the opportunity to try this next instrument by like November, I kind of hold their feet to the fire and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Are we really working at this? Like I, you know, I kind of crack the whip a little bit, but usually if you're going to switch, you're, you're, you're excited about it, you know? So sure. We, and, and you have to walk that. that balance between, yes, we want the kid, we know the kids are going to be successful mm-hmm. most at the instrument they want to play. Yeah. But we also want them to be successful because they know what they're doing. If it takes them right. four years of switching instruments to finally find the one that they want to play, they're going to be four mm-hmm. years behind their their friends, and it's not going to be successful that way. Yeah. So yeah, that, it sounds like it's a sort of a, a balancing act. Yeah. So um, so yeah, that, at that school, I will have like it'll just on the schedule. It says Woodwinds, the, mm. the lesson group. It's named Woodwinds, and it, it's a group of six six students that are switching to Woodwinds. I got so, you. I got yeah. you. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, we yes. have to. We kind of have to deal with that switching thing too at at the middle school level. But mm-hmm. usually, it's within the instrument families. So you know, we'll find that we have eight trumpets and one trombone. Right. You know, so we'll we'll beg some of our trumpet players to say, "Hey, you know, you, I noticed you're having a little trouble with those high notes. You know what? You might mm-hmm. be really good at low notes." Yeah. Uh, so, so then we, uh, uh, hey. you know, so then we try to get some of them to switch over and all that. But rarely do we have a kid that goes like from trombone to clarinet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're I'm trying to iron all that out before they get to you. So <laughs> I remember, yeah. you know, it's it's interesting. You, back to what you were talking about as far as programming. I was I mm-hmm. remember doing a some conducting symposium with mm-hmm. Frank Battisti like 20 years ago. Yeah. And I was a kid. I didn't know anything. I hadn't actually started teaching yet. And I remember just sitting there and he said one thing that stuck with me. I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard Frank Battisti oh, sure. talk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a legend, but he's got a lot to say about a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the things that he said that stuck with me was I never, and he was at Ithaca High School, not when I saw him, but he was referring to his time at Ithaca. And he said, I never hand out music that the kids can't sight read. Okay. And I think that's a little bit extreme. Um, mm. But his point was that if they're focusing on their fingers and mm-hmm. the technique the whole time, they're not going to be able to get the ensemble skills out of it. And we can yeah. work on technique and small lessons and at home and on stuff like that. But when we're together as an ensemble, mm-hmm. 
that's our time to work on ensemble skills. And it sounds like yeah. you're kind of in agreement with that. Well, yeah, absolutely. I don't know who said it, but like the 80% rule, um, I'm not going to give my my ensemble anything that they can't sight read at 80%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, there's, there should be 20% in there that we need to dig into and chew on fine. Sure. Like, but, um, but yeah, uh, that's, I, I wish I knew who said that, but that's, that's, um, that one sticks with me too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sometimes for some kids, that's like the thing that they're going to be practicing. So you got to give them a right. little bit to chew on because yeah, totally. they may not be taking the lesson book out at home mm-hmm. and working oh, on yeah. their exercises, their finger, no? you know, no? dexterity exercises. No, not... hard to believe. Oh. Um, I know almost all of my students do that, but I know oh, there are yeah, some absolutely. people out there who might have oh. some kids <laughs> who only practice the band music. So you got to give them a little bit of something to work at. And, yeah. and you know, if you're playing, gosh, I mean, we're doing our our concert prep season is September, October, November, December, and then we play in January. So that's like four and a half months of playing the music. If they can sight read it, and they're just then they're going to get bored. Yeah, for a while. You no, know, totally. After yeah. a little while, if they if they already know it, like there's they're they're not going to work to achieve something over four and a half months if they can already do it. Oh no, definitely not. But yeah. that first piece, it's got to be. got to be within reach so so eric have you had that uh first rehearsal yet did you do what we talked about with body percussion like did you make it happen absolutely yes we had band rehearsal the second day of school so yes everybody's Mm -hmm. everything was on their chairs the seating chart was made they all came in found their seats immediately got got up on the podium and they were silent and i owe that a lot to my my colleague we pretty much mentioned i think i mentioned brendan pretty much every episode (laughs) um so far (laughs) yeah (laughs) but he's he's really got him uh well trained which is awesome so we have you know we have to do a little reminder of okay when the when the conductor's on the stand what do we do but like like the first thing we do, I have it on the board, what we're working on for the day. And mm-hmm. uh, I put raise my arms and I start conducting and nobody does anything because they are not expecting to actually have to play. Even though on the board it says we're going to start with this piece. So then I wonder what they, I, I go, guys, it's right on the board. It's right mm-hmm. here. What, what's going on? And then they shuffle, 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 and then they're ready. And we had a good like rehearsal. Like they actually started reading through some of the stuff. I'd say we played for about fifteen minutes, okay. um, and uh, and they seemed to be getting into it a little bit, which is cool. great. Like I could see some kids really working at it, and like you could see the the furrowed brows, and they were working at it. And then we kind of went over just what to expect for the year. One thing I like to do, and this is just a little tidbit for anybody that finds like they get stuck in the front of the room. Like I have to remind myself to get out of the front of the room oh, in the yeah, middle of rehearsals. Too. So what I do is I have my Google Slides ready. And what I'll do is I'll just take my Bluetooth mouse and I'll walk around the room. And so when I'm ready to advance, I'll just click my mouse at my side and it goes okay. like onto the next slide so I can get myself off of the podium. And um, the kids don't know where to look, which is actually kind of fun to watch them. That's neat. Like, you know, crane their necks around. Yeah, yeah, um, but anyway, sure. so it was a lot of fun. Kids were kids were really nice. Um, they they Some of them already have instruments. They have their lockers already assigned from last year. So Brendan actually showed me how to do a mail merge from Google Sheets where I have all of their lockers and combos already in it. Mm-hmm. So, and you just like put their email address next to it and you click this button and it sends an email out to each kid saying, here's your locker. Here's your combination. This is your lesson group. This is your lesson day. So oh, they have yeah. it in email mm-hmm. already before we even have any of that stuff. And I used to like print it out on labels, 
you know, like it's using access, Microsoft yeah, access, yeah. and it would okay. you know, print out the labels and I put it on their sheets. This is so much easier. Why this is I doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, well, I've been using that too. It's great. Nice. It's really, it's so good. Um, nice yeah, to know that I finally joined you tech savvy youngins. You're on oh, the staff. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's out there. You just gotta, you gotta find it. I know we know you can do it. <laughs> but uh, but, that's great. But like you, it's just been, you know, we let, we don't have lessons starting yet because teachers don't want their kids pulled out in the first, you know, two days of class and I can't yeah. blame them. Um, no. So it just gives us a chance to kind of get all of our instruments assigned and lockers sure. taken care of and lesson scheduled and all that stuff. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. been, it's been nice, but it's nice to be back. I feel like this year I've got a much more positive outlook than I started last year. I think last mm-hmm. year kind of started with like cautious optimism, but maybe a little bit of like dread because it's just been two years of pandemic and zoom. Right. And who knows what's happening this year? It felt good. How about you? Yeah. How did it feel going back? I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. It's a little like stressful at home. So it's hard to see like the trees through the forest, the forest through the trees. That sounds good. Okay. Um, because, <laughs> well, first of all, um, I love our dog walker to death. She's amazing, but she always takes the first like week or so of September as her vacation. Oh. So like I have no dog walker, so I have to like drive home and walk our dog and at you lunch. Drive home at lunch to I, walk your dog. Wow. And you dude, don't live in town. Holy cow. Uh, no. What I, what am I supposed to do? Poor baby, you know? Yeah. Um, and then same thing. My son's daycare uh, opens September 7th, like tomorrow. Oh. Um, uh, and so they've been closed. They were closed all last week. They're closed until the middle of this week. And now um, he'll finally get to go back to daycare. Uh, but, you know, I've I, by that point I've taught what six six or seven days of school wow. and he's been with grandma grandpa my husband started a little later so like that's been it's just been stressful to not have all like that support that we you know you know normally have for the tiny people in our lives sure <laughs> so, sure yeah no absolutely um, yeah I worked my last uh, shift at my summer job um, at the bar last week so that was that okay. was something squeeze that in. So like, you know, being out late and bartending and then going and doing our first day with kids was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. There's not a lot of downtime in there. So it's a big transition all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden it's just like, everything's kind of overlapping um, at the outside of, of school, but you know, things are, are, are working, they're rolling in the building. So I think I'm excited about this year. I do. I, I do think I'm excited. I haven't, I haven't really picked a ton of repertoire yet. So that's like, you know, kind of hanging over my head. But other than that, I think we're ready. I think we're ready for the, the first, the first like real lessons, you know, right on. Um, and I, yeah, that'll get, that'll get you pumped, right? When you're finally with the kids and Mrs. Wise, the, the performer is on stage, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, doing the lessons yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. So the rest of the week, giving out lesson schedules, communicating with parents, making sure everybody uh, has their instrument ready to go, and then Monday we start lessons. So, right on. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, we start Monday too. Yeah, cool. One, one other thing that I I don't think I've gotten a chance to really talk about on the podcast um, has been it's been really fun this summer. And this mm-hmm. is just an aside. This has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Okay. Um, but it's been really cool seeing Maggie, who's going in the fourth grade. Actually, she started today, was her first mm-hmm. day. Um, 
it's been really neat. She decided at the end of the school year that she wanted to play the oboe mm. in fourth grade. Now, in Morristown, they don't start oboists. They okay. switch them over after fourth grade or after fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, you know, music teacher daddy, we did an instrument yeah. petting zoo um, right. for her with all the instruments. And she either wanted to play the baritone or the oboe. And yeah, two very similar instruments. Oh, yeah. And she, I asked her, why did you want to do that? She said, well, everybody wanted to play the flute or the trumpet. And I didn't want to play something everybody else was playing. And I thought the oboe was fun. I was like, okay, right. right." You know, she's a smart kid. She can handle Mm -hmm. it. So we got her an oboe. We found a teacher locally. And she's been taking oboe lessons all summer. The cool thing has been when I go and bring her to the lessons, I sit. Mm -hmm. She does the lessons outside uh, because it's Mm -hmm. nice weather right now. And so I'll sit about... 15 feet away and mm-hmm. just listen to the lesson. Yeah. And I feel like I could teach a beginning oboist now. <laughs> really? Oh, that's I, so cool. I had oboe class in college in 2000. So although I play the oboe, I'm not really all that up on how do you start an oboist, but it's been really, it's been amazing hearing um, somebody else teach Maggie the oboe who is, you know, an oboist and who, you know, has been doing this, which is 25 students a week or something like that. Sure, yeah. Um, so it's been really fun seeing Maggie grow and sort of remembering teaching beginners again and seeing mm-hmm. her really enjoy it, even though she's like totally frustrated about reads a couple times every week. <laughs> oh, God. Well, <laughs> Comes with the territory. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, here we go, girl. This is it. That's that's your new life. That's yeah. your new lot in life. So, But now oh, she's wow. she's got a little like leg up. You know, she's starting the year off already knowing um, you know, uh, her first scale, she knows her C scale. She knows her half old D and her high E and high F wow. and high F sharp. Wow. And she knows that okay. stuff. Um, so it's really fun seeing her do that. And so mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, she's going to enjoy it this year having oh, a little, that's uh, so good. you know, a little advanced start, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, I hope she keeps, keeps liking it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, me too. She seems to enjoy it. Every time I think that she's getting so frustrated, she's going to be like, I don't want to play the oboe anymore, dad. I ask her <laughs> oh. and she's like, no, I really, it's fun. I like it. Okay. That's good news. Yay. Oh, yeah. that's great. Anything well, else? That's... Um, anything else fun in the last uh, week or two as we've started the school year? It's all like just these little tiny things that are just leading up to those the next week. You know, yeah. this morning I walked into TJ's room. My son TJ is going to be two next week. And I walked into his room and he, he said, good morning, mommy. Stripes are everywhere. Stripes are everywhere. And I said, oh, yeah, tell me more. And he goes, stripes all here. Stripes on here. And he's pointing to his sheets. His sheets have stripes on them. And he's waving up and down, stripes here. And I'm like, the you know like the rails on his cribs all of a sudden were stripes and he and he's got this dog that has stripes we call him stripey dog and he goes Makes and stripe yeah and stripey dog i'm like oh my goodness you're right tj stripes are everywhere <laughs> this is what then, he woke up thinking about i love it yes yeah i walked this i walked in his room and that's the he hit me with that that today so that's you know yeah i think we just found the title of the episode stripes are everywhere yeah 
<laughs> and people it. are going to listen to the whole episode. They're going to they're going to turn it off, you know, in the last three minutes, and they're going to totally miss why we called it. Why we called Stretch it? Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So Stripes congratulations, listeners! If you made it this far, you get a bonus. Now you know why we called the episode. Stripes are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our oh. podcast, Jen, um, mm-hmm. we hit a milestone. We've got two hundred and fifty followers on Instagram. That's um, so cool. Yeah, and I think we're close to about two hundred uh, downloads on our first four episodes, which is that's. Wild. That's really great. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. First yeah. first month down, we got, a, I guess, a bunch of people who actually want to listen to us a little bit. Yeah, that's maybe, pretty cool. Maybe they'll keep listening even after this episode. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, it's, it's, fun. Right. it's fun to chat. I'm glad we get a chance to chat and, you know, do our um, you know, kind of debriefing. And I'm looking forward to our next subject when we tackle something a little bit more narrow than just whatever's going on yeah same same yeah. no this is this is good this is fun today we needed to check in about our first week at school so. heck yes yeah if you're listening and you want to get in touch you want to let us know how your first week of school went um, or maybe more than one week if you're in other parts of the u.s or maybe even other parts of the world let us know you can find us on twitter facebook and Instagram. And we are Take a Cue Podcasts. It's C-U-E. That's, That's right. right. And if you enjoyed mm-hmm. what you listened to, please go over and subscribe. And if you are an Apple Podcast user, please make sure that you rate us and leave us a review, especially if it's favorable. It helps a lot of other people find us who maybe haven't found us yet. And uh, we'd really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Good luck this year, Eric. Jen, it's going to be an awesome <laughs> year. Good luck it with is. the kiddos on Monday. Thank and I uh, look forward to checking in with you again the next time uh, we do this. Don't forget, stripes are everywhere. Stripes are everywhere.